I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Lust is running rampant. It's all over the place here on 1250 AM. The fan. I'm Dan Plucker filling in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. And if there's any indication that somebody not named Steve Sparky Pfeiffer is hosting his show, it's that Bucks Lust is playing because he's a Bucks Lust hater. But not me. Dan Plucker. I love my Milwaukee Bucks. And we're talking to you before game one of the NBA Finals. As your Milwaukee Bucks take on the Phoenix Suns, we had a great show on the Wendy's Big Show today. Leroy and Gary, myself, talked with Ryan McDonough, Marcus Johnson, Eric Name. We talked about Chris Middleton for two hours. We talked about Giannis and his potential of playing. All that stuff you can find on the Odyssey app on BigShowNetwork.com and on 1250AMTheFan.com. And uh, now, maybe, maybe I'm a little... Um, Maybe I am a little phased. Maybe my judgment is a little strange here. But I don't think so. I think what I'm about to say and profess to you here in the city of Milwaukee is fact. And that is, it is time. It is time for all of us to stop with the baloney that we've been using as an excuse for the last couple of years in Wisconsin sports. Maybe it's just my Bucks lust running rampant. Maybe I'm just so excited for this game one of the NBA Finals. But it's time for us to disqualify the thought that Wisconsin sports are cursed. It's time for us to eradicate that from our memory. It's time for us as Wisconsin sports fans, as Milwaukee sports fans, for that to go away. Because your Milwaukee Bucks are in the NBA Finals, and they play game one of the NBA Finals. 
tonight. Has the journey really been that strange, that off base from a lot what a lot of other organizations, a lot of other cities, a lot of other states have gone through? Because you're Milwaukee Bucks, yes, it's been 50 years. The Brewers, it's been quite a while for them to be in the World Series as well. And there have been heartbreaks for both of those teams. But I would assume most of you out there listening to me today, Dan Plucker filling in for Sparky on 1250 AM, the fan, are also Green Bay Packer fans. And the Green Bay Packers have had a lot of success over the last couple of seasons, over the last couple of years with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre as their quarterbacks. And about 10 years ago, your Green Bay Packers won the Super Bowl. And that was the last championship that we've seen here in Wisconsin. And 10 years, a decade, is a very long time. And a lot has happened in those time, in that time frame where a lot of the Wisconsin sports teams have been so close. They've been so close to making championships, but just missed the mark for whatever reason. Whether it's Bostic, whether it's Aaron Rodgers getting hurt, whether it's the 49ers just kicking the crud out of your Green Bay Packers, whether it's Tom Brady going to Tampa and beating the Green Bay Packers, whether it's getting crushed by the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, that's a lot of heartache. That's a lot of pain. That's a lot of your hopes getting up for Wisconsin sports fans and then it getting crushed. But is that a curse? Absolutely not. Curse is not the right word to use for what's happening in Wisconsin sports and what has happened in Wisconsin sports over the last decade of championshipless sports. If you want to talk about the city of Milwaukee specifically, yes, you have an argument. But for the entire state and the teams that represent your state, that's just not the case. It's just not. And I have some information and some numbers to go along with that. But as your Milwaukee Bucks are on the precipice of an NBA Finals, as they begin their NBA Finals journey tonight, it is time for us to completely cut that Wisconsin sports curse out of our lives. Out of our diction. Out of the words that we type, we speak, we think about. Wisconsin sports are not cursed, and they have not been cursed over the last decade. So many teams, so many cities have gone through the pain and loss, and even worse pain, and even worse loss than what the state of Wisconsin has gone through. And like I said, I'll have numbers coming up for you with that. For, for sports droughts in cities and in states over the last couple of years, over this last century. The Milwaukee Bucks, yes, they've been right there. They've been right there so many times. But as it is with almost every other NBA team in the history of sports, every other great team in the history of the sport, it takes time to get to a championship. You don't just become champions right away. The Milwaukee Brewers have less of a payroll than almost every other team in Major League Baseball. And they play small market baseball. They do. But they have also been right there over the last couple of years. They're not cursed. The Milwaukee Bucks are not cursed. And we use that at this point as an excuse. We use that to help flame the negativity in this state. Because if anything bad happens... In Wisconsin sports, it's up, we're cursed. We're cursed. No. 
100% no. Wisconsin sports and their fans are not cursed. Stop using that as an excuse for what generally happens often in sports. The Milwaukee Bucks are now in the NBA Finals. Did it take Jordan and the and the Chicago Bulls back in the day? Did they get right to the NBA Finals? No. They had to go through the Celtics and the Detroit Pistons before they got there. LeBron James, was he instantly in the NBA Finals in his first couple of years in the NBA? Absolutely not. And did he get even close to winning a championship until he went to the Miami Heat? No. And he didn't even win the first year. He built that super team in Miami. What Tom Brady and the Patriots have done and what Golden State and the Warriors did has fogged all of our memories into what we think Wisconsin sports should be. But just because you're not that, just because you're not winning every other Super Bowl like Tom Brady does, just because you're not in the championship every single year like the Golden State Warriors were when they built those super teams, does not mean that this city, that this state is cursed. I mean, you're the Chicago Cubs, just south of us, won their first championship in over a hundred years, a whole century without a title. And these cities specifically are the ones that are cursed, the ones that have gone through heart heartache and pain over the last couple of years. San Diego, I, 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 t- I took teams here, cities that have at least two teams, and that, that's pretty much my decision-making through all this. So San Diego, 57 years without a championship, and most of the time, they had both the Padres and the Chargers there. 57 years. That's five times, almost six times what the state of Wisconsin has gone through in this cursed year run. Buffalo, 55 years without a championship in Buffalo between the Sabres and the Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bills were there four years in a row and didn't win a championship. That's cursed. Charlotte, 32 years without a championship between the Panthers and the Hurricanes and the Hornets slash Bobcats. And they had some of the they had one of the worst basketball teams in NBA history with the Charlotte Bobcats there for quite some time. Phoenix is on a 19-year drought. They've went through the Suns being an awful baseball team. The Diamondbacks have been absolutely horrible since they won the World Series. The Cardinals had one Super Bowl appearance with Kurt Warner. And they lost. And the Coyotes, not a very good hockey team. 19 years, that's double what the state of Wisconsin has gone through in this time. Being cursed is not almost being there every year. Being cursed is watching awful sports teams year in and year out in your city. And that's not what the state of Wisconsin has been for the last 25 years. The Packers have been right there as Super Bowl contenders with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre at the helm for the last almost three decades. When you have back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks, you are not cursed. When you have 
an MVP, a two-time MVP, one of three players ever to win MVP and defensive player in the same season and Giannis Antetokounmpo on your roster, you're not cursed. When you have the Milwaukee Brewers who have made the playoffs for three straight years in this 10-year, 11-year run of Wisconsin sports curse, and you have an MVP in Christian Yelich, you have three starters that are all Cy Young candidates right now on the Milwaukee Brewers. You're not cursed. You're watching good sports on a day-in and day-out basis. You're not the San Diegos of the world that watched awful Chargers teams and awful Padres teams for a greater portion of 40 years. You're not Buffalo teams that have seen the Bills been atrocious outside of that four-year run where they went to the Super Bowl. You're not Charlotte watching awful sports. You're watching the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. And you're watching the Brewers and you're watching Christian Yelich and you're watching Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff and Josh Hader. And for the Milwaukee Bucks, you're watching a team in the NBA Finals and they got there without Giannis, without the MVP they got there for the last two games in a series. Wisconsin Wisconsin sports and their fans are not cursed. 414-799-1250 if you want to talk about the Wisconsin sports curse or lack thereof with me. And we'll break it all down next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. It's Dan Plucker filling in. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan before game one of the NBA Finals talking to you about the ludicrous that has become the ludicrous saying that Wisconsin sports are cursed. 414-799-1250. If you disagree, if you agree, call in. Let's have a conversation, and I'll go out to the phones now talk with Justin in New Berlin. Justin, do you believe it's time to drop this Wisconsin sports curse nonsense? Um, no, I don't believe it's a we're cursed. I think we're more blessed than anything. I kind of agree with what you're saying. Um, everybody's talking about all the injuries. In the NBA, I just want to switch topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that DiVincenzo is going to be a huge impact being out against this uh, Phoenix team. Okay. I mean, uh, who do we have to guard the two? Chris Paul and Booker. We got uh, Holiday and we got uh, Connington. But when those guys go out, I feel like we're going to put – what do we have, P.J. Tucker? To yeah. These guys? I think that P.J. Tucker can shut down Devin Booker. I don't know. I don't know if he's fast enough to keep up with him on defense. I, thanks for the call, Justin. I appreciate it. Uh, I think that Drew Holiday is going to do a great job dis- defending Chris Paul, and I think that P.J. Tucker is going to get the job done against Devin Booker. I think that, Devin, that, that P.J. Tucker has proven that he can keep up with some quick players like Kevin Durant quick and shifty in his moves, very similar to what Devin Booker is going to be showing P.J. Tucker throughout this series. I think P.J. Tucker is going to do a great job on Booker, just like he's done a great job defending pretty much every player that he's gone up against so far in these NBA playoffs. And Drew Holiday is going to do a great job locking down Chris Paul. It's going to be tough on any team facing those two dudes because so many times have we heard players outside and inside of this Milwaukee Bucks organization say how tough it is to score on P.J. Tucker and on Drew Holiday. 
some of the best defenders in the league play on your Milwaukee Bucks right now. And that's another thing that we haven't that 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 I should bring up in this discussion. It's not just about the superstars that are on these teams, but it's about all the role players as well. That proves why Wisconsin sports are not cursed. How great is it to talk about a Drew Holiday, a guy who's a max contract player here in Milwaukee, and now gets the opportunity to do what he has not been able to do at any other stop in his career and play at an all-star level in the NBA playoffs? How great has it been to see the development of guys like Chris Middleton, like Giannis? Yes, it was part of a process. The state of Wisconsin went through a process, and the city of Milwaukee has gone through a process over the last couple of seasons. But from the beginning, we all saw the goal out of this. We saw when Dev- David Stearns came into Milwaukee, the ideology of what was going to happen with your Milwaukee Brewers. We saw when Giannis was drafted and Chris Middleton and saw them grow together and went through that Young Bucks stage, the own the future stage of the Milwaukee Bucks. And now they're here today. What an incredible journey that this has been. Why are we talking about this as a curse? We should be talking about this as growing up with these players. Growing up with Chris Middleton and Giannis. And being able to watch them play, watch their game expand and grow into all-star and MVP levels and see them become what they have become, a team with the two of them at the helm. At the helm, not at the bottom of the lineup, not in the bottom of the roster. No, that's where they started. They started scrapping with each other for minutes in their first seasons here in Milwaukee together. No, now they're at the top. They're at the top of the NBA, both of them. We've seen that grow. Over the last five, six years, seven years. And we're cursed in that time frame. Wisconsin sports are cursed. When you get to see that development from both the Bucks now headed to game one of the NBA finals and with the Brewers who are right there. They're the top team in the NL Central right now. Just a couple of wins outside of being the best in baseball. And the Packers who have been to countless NFC championship games and won a Super Bowl in the last decade. But Wisconsin sports are cursed. 414-799-1250. That's something that I don't understand. It's an ideology of the fan base here in Milwaukee, here in Wisconsin, that needs to go away. It's time for us to push that away. It needs to be outside of our conversations. When something bad happens to one of our sports team, it's something bad that happened. It's not that Wisconsin sports are cursed. If you were cursed, it would be a 15-win Bucks team every single year. It would be a 100-loss Brewers team every single year. It would be a Packers team that doesn't have an MVP quarterback, that doesn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback, and that doesn't have Hall of Fame talent around him that gets him to a Super Bowl, or at least in the conversation on a yearly basis. That And all three of those things happening at the same time would be Wisconsin sports being cursed. We are extremely blessed to be living in the state of Milwaukee, the the city of Milwaukee, and in the state of Wisconsin right now, because all three sports teams are at the peak of competition in their 
respective sport and your Milwaukee Bucks are in the NBA Finals and are doing so, are winning games, winning basketball games, even without their superstar player in Giannis, who, by the way, when this happened, Giannis gets hurt. He's down on the floor screaming in pain. Wisconsin sports are cursed. We're cursed. Giannis is out for the season. Oh, no. What, what are we doing? We're going to lose now. There's no way we win this series. There's no way we in, win the NBA Finals. It's all over. We're cursed. That's what I see all over social media. That's what I get from people in this building at 1250 AM, the fan, is we're cursed. And look now. Look where we're at right now. A week later, and the Milwaukee Bucks are in the NBA Finals, and they won back-to-back games in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Atlanta Hawks, and Giannis is questionable for Game 1 of the NBA Finals. But Wisconsin sports are cursed. 414-799-1250. Something I don't understand. Something that needs to get away from our conversations on a daily basis, something that needs to be canceled from all of our social media, from all of this stuff. It has to be over. With the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals, this Wisconsin sports curse talk, it's time for it to come to a close. And in reality, it's something that shouldn't have even been there this entire time. 414-799-1250. Jeff Orlowski sitting in the producer booth on the other side of the glass here. I want to I want to talk to you about this cuz admittedly I've been here for 6 years, but I have been very in tune with Wisconsin sports fans for quite some time. Both of my grandparents, huge Wisconsin sports fans, both of, like all of my aunts and uncles all love Wisconsin sports. And and I get it. I haven't been here throughout this whole thing. But a drought to me for championships being 10 years is little to nothing. Jeff Orlovsky, what do you got for me? What do you think about all this? Yeah, they're cursed. Um, You don't lose the way that they've lost championship games, NFC title games, uh, without being cursed. So I, I definitely think it's, you know, it's real, but it will end when hopefully the Bucks win the championship. Jeff, appreciate it. But I completely disagree with you (laughs) because the thing is with Wisconsin sports, everybody is expecting a title, but because we're all spoiled in seeing what Tom Brady has done, what LeBron James has done, what Steph Curry and Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson did with the Golden State Warriors That is the expectation now for Wisconsin sports. It's hard to win a championship. Talk to Leroy and talk to Gary about how difficult it is to win championships. I have. We've we've heard from them preach this so many times that it is nearly impossible to win a championship in any sport. Even with superstars like Aaron Rodgers and like Giannis and like Christian Yelich and Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff and Josh Hader, it's hard to win a championship in any market. Of course it is. But I've had this fight for many years with both Gary and Leroy. Uh, and you're, you know, you're spouting the same stuff. The expectation is not 
to be good. It is to win a title. That's every team's expectation, unless you're the Detroit Lions, every single year. And yes, I threw them in as a Yeah, that was a a nice dig. No, it's okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate that, Jeff. You know, so... The, but the fact of being good, winning 13 regular season games, uh, or if the Brewers win 100, it's about the it's about the jewelry. It's about that ring. It's about that trophy. It's about winning the last game of the season. And to consistently fall short as many times as all the teams we root for have, it, uh, it's, it's a curse. I understand it. There's an expectation. For all the Wisconsin sports teams at this point, your expectation for every single Wisconsin sports team should be right now should be for them to win a championship. But yeah, every absolutely. single one of them. But we have watched the development of the Milwaukee Brewers. We have watched the development of the Milwaukee Bucks. To say that those two teams are cursed, you're, they're telling you what the expectation is in those seasons. We're the young Bucks. We own the future. They they promised that this was coming. The Milwaukee Bucks promised that NBA. Finals and championships were coming. That, Let's see that was that was their whole basis, and now we are there. Now we are there, and instead of enjoying the fact that we're there, if anything bad happens in this time frame, Dante Divincenzo goes down, Giannis goes down, we don't actually sit and think rationally about the thought of this team being able to win without X player, without Y player. It's automatically just we're cursed. It's all over. That's what we fall to. That's the trap that we fall into every single time. And as an outsider looking in who has adopted the Milwaukee Bucks and the Milwaukee Brewers into their fandom, I don't see I don't see this curse that everybody continues to bring up to me. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't see it. Just because a Wisconsin sports fan will say that their team and a state as a whole is cursed does not mean that they're not enjoying the ride, that they're not uh, living in the moment, having a great time, partying it up. It just means that at the end of the day, our teams have consistently, so many times in a row, let us down. See, and that's that's the difference between you and I, Jeff, and I'm not mad at you, but the difference between you and I is you're a pessimistic fan of your teams and I'm an optimistic fan of my teams. Because even in the worst situations, I like to believe that the teams here in Milwaukee, the teams here in Wisconsin, can overcome that and still win a championship and still compete for a championship at the highest level. Whereas people with this mindset that we're cursed, we should always be pessimistic about our teams so that if something good happens, we get excited, basically, is what the mentality is. It's, it's flawed. You, you can never actually enjoy what's happening when you're always expecting a failure at the end of it. And it's, that's what the Wisconsin sports fan that says we're cursed is implying with every single remark that happens. It's being realistic. You know, when you've had back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks, most teams in the NFL will would die for the success that the Packers have had. I think they've come up short. You know, one ring for Favre and one for Rodgers just doesn't cut it. I agree, and you should be upset with that. Absolutely. You should be upset with that. And when you've got Christian Yelich, MVP on the Brewers, and, you know, they haven't won a World Series. you got Giannis, two-time MVP on the Bucks. I think, you know, just because I say that Wisconsin sports is cursed, I think the Bucks have a great chance to beat Phoenix with or without Giannis. So, you know, it's not that I'm negative and I'm going into this with with a dark cloud hanging over me. I just think 
that in the grand scheme and in the last 15 years or whatever, Wisconsin has been cursed. I wholeheartedly disagree with you, Jeff, and that's all right. We're having a civil discussion. That's fun. We're having a civil discussion about your Wisconsin sports teams. Is it time for us to drop this Wisconsin sports curse talk? 414-799-1250 if you want to join the conversation. We'll hear our interview from the big show earlier with Ryan McDonough, former Suns GM and Odyssey Sports NBA insider next. He had a lot of really good stuff to say about this Phoenix, Phoenix Suns team that actually he helped build. He made that selection of Devin Booker, and he has a lot of really good insight about P.J. Tucker and a couple other great players on that Phoenix Suns team that you all will get to know over the next two weeks with the Milwaukee Bucks and Phoenix Suns meeting up in the NBA Finals. Game one tonight at 8 o'clock on ABC. But guys, let's, let's enjoy this ride. Let's enjoy what's happening right now in Wisconsin. Let's drop this Wisconsin sports curse talk because it's only been 10 years since you've seen a championship. It hasn't been 50 plus like in San Diego and in Buffalo. It hasn't been 30 plus like in Charlotte. It hasn't been almost 20 years like it has been for Phoenix. Wisconsin sports fans need to drop this and they're right there again. They're right there again. We shall see. In the championship are your Milwaukee Bucks against the Phoenix Suns. One more call here before we go to Ryan McDonough. Mike on the south side. Mike, you're here on Sparky's Midday Madness. It's Stan Plucker filling in. Hey, you're doing a great job. Appreciate it, Mike. Now, a curse is Cleveland and other teams that have maybe one championship in their lifetime. Um. Packers have multiple championships. Marquette won a championship. Who am I forgetting here? The, uh, Wisconsin was in the championship for basketball a couple of years back. Lost. They did lose to Duke, yes. Even our Whitewater, they won, what, 10 in a row one? <laughs> That's true. No, it's but... Division, what, three? Mm-hmm. And uh, the Bucks already have a championship. So if there's a curse, no one would have any championships. Uh, I follow Badger hockey, men's and women's. Mm-hmm. The women just won it last year. They did. Yeah. That's I mean, a great point, Mike. But uh, one last thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I was on with CBS at 2 in the morning. Okay. And a uh, really good show. If you're ever up late at night. That's the Amy Lawrence show, right? Yeah, there was like Vince Owen was filling in for it. Okay. We were talking about the Bucks, but uh, I'm pretty sure he said he heard Aaron Rodgers recommitted his country club membership in Green Bay. Yeah, so that happened a couple yeah, weeks ago. I don't know how you check on that. <laughs> yeah, Mike yeah. on the South Side, appreciate the call. Yeah, that 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 did happen a couple weeks ago. There were rumors that Aaron Rodgers uh, reneged his contract with a golf club in the Appleton area, I think it was, um, which, I mean, come on. Like, that's not really an indication of anything going on with this Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers dispute. But Mike, on the south side, hit it on the head. It, it, the Packers, you Packers fans love to tout how many Super Bowls they've won. They love to say, we've won so many Super Bowls and we're in the top of all of the NFL teams with only one team having more Super Bowls than us. 
The Packers fans love to let everybody know that that's the case. And although it was 50 years ago, we love to reminisce on the days of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Oscar Robertson here in Milwaukee winning a championship. If they were cursed, if Wisconsin sports were truly cursed, we would not have a team like the Green Bay Packers that we get to root for on a daily basis with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And yes, like Jeff Orlovsky was saying, you should be infuriated that Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre have so far garnered you two championships. That should be something that ticks you off. But the fact of the matter is you're in the conversation for that Super Bowl every single season. While there are teams out there like the Cleveland Browns, like the Detroit Lions, who had 0-16 seasons and are nowhere near even sniffing a Super Bowl. That's happened too. That's a cursed, those are cursed organizations. And yes, they're not run well. They're not. But the fact of the matter is they're not win, they don't win. And a lot of teams in those cities don't win. And they don't even get close to winning championships. 414-799-1250. We're going to hit a break here. And when we come back, we're going to be hearing an interview from Ryan McDonough earlier from the big show. That's coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Dan Plucker filling in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The fans, sorry for a little bit of the elongated bumper music headed into this segment. Uh, going through some technical difficulties here in the studio today, working on upgrading a few things and Things aren't working necessarily the way that they're supposed to right now. But we do have some breaking news on the fan. And breaking news is brought to you by Odyssey.com Sports and presented by BetQL. Become a better sports better. Get smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers have made a trade. They have traded for Rowdy Tellez, a former Blue Jays first baseman, uh, and they have dealt in return right-hander Trevor Richards. So the Brewers lose another relief pitcher in the process, and they add a first baseman 
And if you're wondering who Rowdy Tellez is, he is a 26-year-old first baseman hitting 209 with four homers so far this season. So if you really dig into the numbers here, it's Dan Vogelbach 2.0. And to, to be completely honest, he looks a lot like Dan Vogelbach. He's a little bit bigger, like taller, not bigger. I don't think you can get much bigger than Dan Vogelbach. But 6'4", 255, left-handed bat, first baseman, was a 30th round pick of the Toronto Blue Jays in 2013. A career negative .6, no, sorry, he has a .6 war, negative .6 war this year, a career 241 hitter with 37 home runs, this being his fourth season, not an everyday bat except for in 2019 where he hit 227. So he kind of comes in and out of games, is going to hit against right-handed Pitching, pretty much. And just like Dan Vogelbach did, uh, Rowdy Tellez will probably now compete with Keston Hira as they platoon at that first base position. But right now, talking with you about your Milwaukee Bucks in Game 1 of the NBA Finals tonight, and also talking with Rami Makhlouf from The Rami Show coming up next here on 1250 AM. The fan, we're going to add him on a little bit early. Rami, how excited are you for Game 1? Oh, I gotta turn your mic on. I'm sorry. Let's try this again. Now your mic should be on. Is this, oh, there we there are. we go. There are the golden tones of That's Rami right. Makhlouf. I didn't throw out my voice this time in the Deer District. Congratulations! That, huh? I didn't start screaming till like the fourth quarter. But you did take your shirt off. I did, which take, is something that yeah, I heard dude, you were was, never going to do just yeah. last week. Yeah, I did, and that was unfortunate. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to everybody out there who follows me. At Rami is tweeting. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't even have like a good excuse, an explanation. I just. I. It was. It was a night. Dan you and Plucker. Bart Winkler looked like you were having a bunch of it fun. It was so much fun, dude. <laughs> it was literally all that and and Game Seven against the Nets. I was. I was at Uncle Buck's. I was lucky enough to be at Uncle Buck's, looking right down over the Deer District, right there in the beer garden, yep. with a perfect shot of the the, the big screen there. And mm-hmm. it, uh, multiple people who came with me were like, dude, one of the greatest nights of my life. Wow. Like, not just, like, one of the best sporting experiences, like, one of the greatest nights of my life. It was insanity out there, dude. It was amazing. We were, when when it went fi- final, we were, I, I don't know if you saw the video, literally popping bottles of champagne. Oh, absolutely. It was, yep. it, it was it was just amazing, dude. Just an amazing, amazing night out That's there. That's gonna be our question here for the next fifteen minutes or so with Rami Makloff. Tell us your story <laughs> after the game six win. Where were you? What did you do after the Bucks won and sealed their spot in the NBA finals? Was, Let's have some fun with this. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Rami, go ahead. That was a total chance meeting between me and Bart. Yeah. He was not supposed to be there. Yeah. I, I didn't I and I would have invited Bart to the thing. But I, I was like, he's domesticated now. He's got a kid. He doesn't go out and do things like that. And right. then we're standing there probably like, I don't know, an hour before the game starts, looking down onto the onto the crowd there. On mm-hmm. you peasants. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're looking, just looking out onto the crowd. And my buddy goes, is that your radio buddy? And I go, what? He goes, the dude from the morning show. And I looked down and I didn't, I really, I didn't think it was Bart. I thought it was somebody who looked like Bart. I took a picture and I sent it to Bart and I tweeted it 
Like, is that you, Bart? Yuck, yeah. yuck, yuck. I was kidding. You thought it might be Coach Bud hanging out in the yeah, district. Yeah, I thought Coach Bud was, like, derelict in his duties as head coach of the Bucks and wasn't even in the right city. But then Bart hits me back. He's like, yeah, where are you at? And then I I, I called him up, and we just had a, a, a magical evening together that ended up with both of us shirtless. Two radio hosts, a magical evening was, that ends in shirtless it was, uh, celebration. It was magical. It if, was if, it was if really. If the Milwaukee magical, Bucks dude. would not have won, that would have been a very strange story to tell. We, I, I wouldn't have been a shirtless if evening. the Bucks. Uh, I, I wouldn't have been shirtless if the Bucks didn't win that night. They, I, and Bart did not have to convince me at all. Really, he, he was That's, just. That was my next question, dude. Champagne was flying through the air, and Bart just looks at me and he goes, "We need the shirt off. Take the shirt off." And I just went Hulk Hogan on him, dude. I just like ripped <laughs> it right off. Actually, I got stuck in my shirt, which Bart I did see that. Which Bart, you, of course, video. included in the video. <laughs> yeah. That shirt has a tiny little neck hole on it and i'm not the i saw a lot of people who were wearing those jerseys out there it's the throwbacks it's like a throwback warm-up thing mm-hmm. that they gave out when yeah. they were doing the game oh, at yeah, the mecca absolutely. yeah i was there a too. few years ago i was there too i had that those neck holes well. are tiny dude and i yeah, have a giant are. head and let's be honest probably quite a few drinks in me at that point and i had trouble getting my shirt off and of course bart had to include that in the video he could have just like i already look bad enough he had to he had to include the most embarrassing part of it where i look like a toddler who doesn't know how to get his shirt off of his giant head it was embarrassing but then it was but it was also oh my god dude 414-799-1250 tweet at us at 1250 am the fan and at dan plucker that's p-l-o-c-h-r at rami is tweeting Tell us how how what your experience was after the Bucks won Game Six. Jeff Orlowski turned on his mic. Well, I'm, what was I've your never experience? been so happy to spend a Saturday night at home than I was <laughs> now hearing Rami and Bart's story. I'm so glad I didn't go out that night. I got glasses to begin with. I don't want to wear telescopes. On my eyes. You would have loved it, Jeff. You would have loved it. See, it you amazing. are a sexy uh, Thank POA. You. Thank Robert. you. I appreciate it. Appreciate that. Uh, so we I've we do have out. potentially Zach Gelb, one of our all of this this station's friend, really yeah, from Zach, CBS Sports sure. Radio. Uh, he may be coming to Milwaukee for Game Three of the NBA nice. Finals. Nice. And if he does that, I think we all need to go out to the Deer District and show him how Wisconsin sports do their thing. That would be so much fun. I, I'm I I only want to go to the Deer District. Dan, you're a much younger man than me. I'm sure you could do it night after night after night. I'm only going to the Deer District for clinchers, dude. For I'm, clinchers only. For only clinch. Yeah, I I can't. Really, man. dude. I was in bad. I, and I'm not here to like brag about how hard I party or how much I drink. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you I was in bad shape Sunday morning, dude. It took me. I had. I did a shift on the score, the score our sister yep. station in Chicago yesterday, and I just took all. I didn't care. I didn't give one damn about Fourth of July celebrations. There were oh, we're having a cookout. I was not. I was not leaving my apartment on Sunday, dude. I just took the whole day to recover and recuperate. And I didn't. I didn't feel normal until like eight nine p.m. the day after they 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 clinched the Eastern Conference Finals. It was. I, I can't. I can't do that night after night. I've told my friends that I'm like, dude, we we can't we can't keep doing this. <laughs> I'm we so can't. thankful. I'm still a young guy. <laughs> One of my friends was like, yeah, I wasn't even hung over the next day. Another buddy of mine was like, I got up at 8 a.m. to watch the F1 race, and I ran seven miles. I was like, F both of you, dude. Seven miles? Yeah, he's a runner. He's one of of those annoying running dudes. And I was like, I I, I hate you both for being so much younger and more resilient than me, and I wish you to age terribly. I put a curse on your heads to age terribly. So, Rami, speaking of curses, we were talking about the Wisconsin sports curse or lack thereof earlier in the show. What's your take on all that? Um, I 
I don't I don't believe in sports curses. I believe there are forces beyond our understanding as mere mortals on okay. this planet and on this plane of existence. I just don't think they dabble in sports. Um, and I think I think the only real cor- the only real curse in sports is bad ownership and bad management. That's the only real curse that there is in sports, and and that's that's only when it results in in perpetual failure or perpetual spinning your wheels in the middle of the pack. It, it's it, curses don't take the form in being really really good, but not quite the best every year. Yeah. Like that that's not a curse. You know what I mean? That'd be like yeah. That'd be like imagine imagine like a. A, a Disney movie where where a girl wishes to become a, a princess and instead she's cursed to be the second prettiest girl in the kingdom. You know oh, what I mean? Like, that's oh, not, no, that's not that's not a curse, dude. That's no, not, she's it still can't be right. exactly. She's still still really good. It's, things aren't that bad. You know what I mean? That's not that's not a curse, dude. That's you're you're still really really good and have things to cheer for. Year, imagine, imagine if this buck season was over four months ago. You know what? Like it's gonna mm-hmm. hurt if it doesn't. Let's say it doesn't end the way we want it to end. Let's say somehow, some way, it just doesn't end the way that we want it to end. It's gonna hurt, right? Yeah. But, but you're still going to have one of the best nights of your life to remember from right. this Bucks run. And you're going to have had six months of meaningful basketball and actual championship hope aspirations. There are like 25 fan bases that didn't have that. Exactly. That didn't have that at all. And and 28 fan bases right now, they're sitting home watching the Bucks and and the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with everything you just said. And there, uh, there were 28 teams watching the Packers in the NFC Championship last year and the year before, and the two times they lost it other than that. There was, there was countless college programs watching Wisconsin play for the championship when they came up short. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that, how many times, how many other Big Ten schools wish they could be Wisconsin football getting to the Big Ten championship game pretty much year in and year out? Yeah. You're the envy of every Big Ten program that's not Michigan, Ohio State. And even as a Michigan fan, I envy Wisconsin. I just mean you can realistically someday get in the championship conversation that's, that's if you're true. Michigan. Probably. Wisconsin. But not Wisconsin. No. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers trade details finalized. Rowdy Tellez to the Brewers in exchange for... Trevor Richards and Bowden Francis, who I'm not quite sure who that is, both right-handed pitchers in the Brewers organization going to Toronto in the deal. Rami, I'm not quite sure if the Brewers really needed a deal like this. I don't know if if they should really be spending these resources on a first baseman when Kesson here has come up and been playing pretty well. Yeah, he struggled the last in this in this last series over the weekend. A lot mm-hmm. of the strikeouts are coming back, back and, a little bit, and he's missing balls in the zone again. Um, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. I don't, I questioned last time why you're blowing a crater in the middle of your bullpen and, and it worked out. And obviously Willie Adamas is, is working out real well at shortstop. Absolutely. I, I don't quite understand trading Richards after he was one of the guys, he's the guy you got in the they, Willie they Adamas deal, right? To, to trade, plug yes. one of those holes in the bullpen. But I mean, the Brewers are, are very, very good at, at identifying and developing arms and getting more out of them. Than, than you think might be there. So I they they probably have they probably have answers for the bullpen that we maybe don't even know about just yet. I, I trust David Stearns. I'm not gonna get too deep into questioning this move because I don't think it's that big a move. And that's 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 what I'm happiest about. What you said during the break, you were like, uh oh, Brewers move. I was like, dude, what? No, don't give me Brewers stuff to talk. We don't just me, want Bucks Yeah, don't today. give me a meaningful Brewers trade to talk about today. I, I'm I'm all about a meaningful Brewers trade sometime between now 
now and the trade deadline. Maybe mm-hmm. on like one of these days off in the NBA final. Not today. Not game one of the NBA finals. Right. Don't give me a Brewers trade 10 minutes before I go on the air with my show that I have to talk about today on on, on the day of game, <laughs> game one, one of the, of the NBA, NBA I'm locked in to the NBA. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be Bucks lust. Three solid hours coming up on the Rami three show this hours afternoon. Of just just three, lust. three hours of Bucks lust on a loop, baby. On a loop. <laughs> All right, we'll get a quick break here. We'll have one more segment with Rami Makhlouf next here on uh, Sparky's Midday Madness. It's Dan Plucker filling in. It may be Sparky's Midday Madness, but he's nowhere to be found. It's Dan Plucker and Rami Makhlouf filling in for him today. Well, I guess it's more me and Rami just hanging out waiting for his show to start. Uh, but the NBA Finals game one between your Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns begins tonight at 8 o'clock. The Brewers play at 6 o'clock on ESPN National Televised against the New York Mets and Jacob deGrom. And they just made a trade for first baseman Rowdy Tellez, sending Trevor Richards and a prospect in return. John in Oak Creek joins us now on Sparky's Midday Madness. Dan Plucker filling in. John, how are you today? What you got for me? Hey, doing great. Hey, I, I really liked your opening monologue. Appreciate yeah, that. I, I, I agree with you. We are definitely blessed. You know, God has blessed us with all of our great teams. And um, so I feel I agree with you on that. Uh, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to this game tonight. It's um, pretty interesting. It's the two expansion teams back in that time when the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks had a coin flip and we got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And, um, and that started off our franchise and the success that we had um, at the very beginning. So, uh, yep. But, yeah, looking forward to the game tonight. Um, I think the Bucks will be able to win this series, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a, definitely a great challenge. But I think they're up to it, and uh, we wish the Bucks the best. And hope, and so that's what I got to say. John, where are you enjoying the game tonight? Um, I'm going to be watching it at a uh, local sports bar in the area. All right, catch John at one of the local sports bars here in Wisconsin, <laughs> one of the several of them. You didn't want to give tonight. out the exact location. No, no, you didn't want to give out the People be out there exact. looking was, for John, yeah. you know what I mean? You don't want, you don't want go, that. Go on the search for John tonight. Go to a couple bars. Enjoy your Milwaukee Bucks and this success, and enjoy the not-cursed Wisconsin sports teams that you get to witness every single day and this fantastic run and development that you've gotten to witness over the last couple of years with Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, and your Milwaukee Bucks. And, Rami, that leads me to my next question for where you. Where am I watching the game tonight? Well, that was not the question okay. I was going to ask right. you. But, sure, why don't you tell me where at, you're watching. At a bar just or something. Bar or something. Okay, I'm watching the game at home. I'm, I'm, ne- I'm, I'm, I'm never drinking again after the NBA Finals. I'm just going to say that. This has been, <laughs> you're just canceling this, this all has been, drinking, this has been way too hard on my body. Yeah, and last night, my buddy, who I knew him from Milwaukee, mm-hmm. he moved to Minneapolis like two, a year or two before I did, and then okay. I moved up there, and he was my only friend for like two years, especially during quarantine. So we got real close, real tight. Right. He's in town now, so he. Oh no. He got to town yesterday, so I, I just I I I need the Bucks to win an NBA championship and do it fast, so I can go back to being a a normal human being again is what I need, Dan. But All right. So to, you're hoping for a buck sweep. Then. Yeah, I need a, I need bucks in four. Bucks I need four. Bu- so I need I need bucks in four. Game four, four will yes. all go down and I party need bucks in four so I can together. like eat some lean proteins and drink vegetables and get rest again. <laughs> that, that's what I need. Okay, so I've realized I've realized since I've started to host these shows here on the big show that I am eating way worse. Like so, like so I go so the thing is I wake up at like seven in the morning to start prep for the show. And I don't get done until three o'clock. So I don't eat in the morning. I just don't eat. I have not eaten anything outside of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich this morning. 
I don't, I don't eat in the morning either, it. but it's by de- it's by design. I'm a, I'm an intermittent faster. Dude. Oh, are you? That's why I look as good as I do. Oh, look yeah. at this. Why you're why you're so willing to take <laughs> off your shirt for <laughs> exactly. the public? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because you're before, before I was faster. doing the intermittent fasting, I would never ever, and I still will never. I'm I'm going right back to saying I'm never taking my shirt off in public unless Bart is with me when the Bucks win the NBA Finals. All right. Yeah. Well, then we'll have to make that a thing. Whenever uh, the Bucks win the NBA Finals, whether it's only game four, when they five, win the NBA Finals, seven, yeah, only when the Bucks win the championship. We'll all go down there and we'll have a huge shirtless party in the deer district and it'll be really weird nobody wants to see that no nobody our, wants to with see our, that uh, with our cast of uh people that look like they should be in radio it probably will be a very ugly yeah ugly situation for us going there but my question for you was actually mm-hmm. going yeah. to be with what chris middleton has done right in the last couple of weeks yeah. in the nba playoffs are you ready to say that he is a superstar in this league uh what do you mean by superstar that he is playing like a superstar right now. I know I'm splitting hairs here. Here, here's what I here's what, what I said about Chris Middleton. I'm 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 done questioning what or who Chris Middleton is. I, okay. I said I said this last week on the show. And what what Chris Middleton is is not a tier one star player in the NBA. He's right. he's a tier two star player. But, I agree with you. But that doesn't mean. And it was actually Sam who who brought up this point. I hadn't thought about it before he 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 brought it up on the show. Sam Schmitz who normally produces the Rami show. The new, new, new producer. The new, new, new producer, right. And he's coming back, everybody, all right? I didn't chase off another one. Jeff is doing a fine job in his stead. Sam will be back here on Thursday. But he said, I, I think that this this modern era of the NBA, of because big twos and big threes are not something new. This has been happening. Guys teaming mm-hmm. up and putting together big duos and trios is not a new thing in the NBA. It goes back multiple eras in this league but one thing that has been different and unique about this era is that you have multiple tier one superstars teaming up teaming up on in multiple spots Kev, uh, you, you have like kevin durant james harden Kyrie irving all tier one superstars lebron anthony davis you had the heat that had three hall of famers for crying out loud yeah. between lebron wade and bosh that might have thrown off what our idea of a big three is or should be that now we think it has to they have to all be tier 1 nba superstars and and that's 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 probably not a realistic thing to expect every every team in the nba to accomplish and with what milwaukee is up against i know that the nba has salary caps but there's there is a perception of milwaukee out there that that makes it hard to draw free agents and big names to this city mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it'll never happen. I'm not saying you'll never put a tier one superstar next to LeBron, but it's it. Can you win a championship with a tier two superstar as the the Robin to Giannis's Batman? Yes, especially when you have another guy who I think is a tier two superstar right there standing next to those two in Drew Holiday. I, I think that's that's good enough. And I think the only reason we ever questioned whether or not that's good enough is because. Of, of how our perception of big twos and big threes has changed in this modern era of the NBA. Yeah, and I completely agree with most of the things that you were saying there. My my bar for superstar can still be a tier two player in the NBA. Sure. And and that's that's where it is. My, my line is if you can consistently, on a consistent basis, put a team on your back and win a basketball game, you are a superstar in this league. And in, if you can do that in the biggest moments, not just during the regular season. It feels season. like he can he can dial it up when they need it. I would the, the one thing I would like from Chris and this would make him a tier 1. This would make him like Dame Lillard if he could do this. Right. As if like 
five out of every six games he was doing this. You knew which Chris Middleton, you knew that that killer was showing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Five out of every six or eight out of every ten games. Because everybody's gonna have an off night, especially mm-hmm. shooters. You know what I mean? Every shooter is gonna lose his stroke. It's like a great hitter in baseball. There's there's nobody who's good every night. But if I knew that Chris Middleton five out of six nights or eight out of ten nights, that that killer, that assassin was going to show up, that that would that would put him in that tier one. And that is the largest mark against him. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. If there's one thing about Chris Middleton that is frustrating, it is that he doesn't show up on a day-in, day-out basis, and that it's sometimes that can be in the biggest moments as well. But he's consistently inconsistent. Yes. That's, that's yes. the perfect way to put... Chris Middleton, he's consistently inconsistent in the fact that he could have three bad quarters in a game, but one quarter dropped 23 and the game is different because of it. Yeah. And they was, win the game because of it. I was talking about this with, with some friends last night. I don't, if I turn around at the end of four quarters and you had 38 points, man, you had 38 points. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. not going to nitpick about where you got them, especially, especially if you won the basketball game running away. You know what I mean? It's not that he disappears for spells in games that I have a problem with. It's that he, their games where it, that dude mm-hmm. never shows up. No, you know you're what right. I mean? You're right. And th- there are times where he doesn't show up, and that, like I said, that is the biggest issue with him, where it can be six, ten quarters where you don't see Chris Middleton that you do see for that one quarter. But that one quarter is enough for me because the Bucks have built a roster where you have Drew Holiday, like you were saying, who could also go off for 20 and a mm-hmm. quarter, who can also do these things. So, And they have Giannis. So you're not completely solely relying on Chris Middleton 24-7. But part of me wonders. Any Giannis news, by the way, that I missed? Is he, uh, is he back yet? He he has been upgraded to a game time decision. Ooh, but that Ooh. was by Adrian Wojnarowski Ooh. just before we had Marcus Johnson on at one thirty. You can uh, go back and listen to that on the Odyssey app mm. or on BigShowNetwork.com, mm. where we broke that news and Marcus Johnson. Get Marcus on today. Mar- huh? Marcus Johnson said that uh, he was he's been extremely impressed with the elasticity. Of Giannis throughout his it's a good career. way of putting it, yeah. Where That's a real good way of putting lanky, it. Yeah. It's like a rubber band. Like yes. it might bend, but it doesn't break for whatever reason. And that's just the case. Around the clock it, treatment. Around the clock mm. treatment. That's mm. what was said. With hopes of being cleared to play Game One of the Finals. Mm. That was the report from Woj and Malika Andrews mm. earlier in the show that we brought to you. Well, actually, last show I guess that I hosted. These all just blend together to me at this point. It's all one <laughs> between, show between the big show and Sparky's Midday Madness. But that's gonna do it for me. Rami Makloff is about to take over for me, start his show. I appreciate you sitting in for me while we had technical difficulties and having some conversation I'll with have me. Bart Winkler this afternoon, four o'clock. Four o'clock. That's less than sixty minutes away. Uh, yes, sir. Also at five o'clock, Frank Madden from the Lockdown Bucks podcast. I wanted to just by by design the whole first hour is guest free because I want to talk to the people to the Bucks fans and get ready for Game One of the NBA Finals. Tonight. Rami Makhlouf, can you believe talking, I'm saying that? Yeah, game One of the NBA Finals tonight. Let's go, baby. Imagine Let's thinking go. that your team and city and state are cursed when you can say those words. When those words can come out of your mouth. Your Milwaukee Bucks are in the NBA Finals. They play tonight. And we'll be back. I'll be back. Rami is here. He, you'll talk to him for the next three hours. But I'll be back tomorrow on the big show and on Sparky's Midday Madness filling in, talking to you about everything that may or may not happen tonight, whether it's Giannis playing, Chris Middleton, does he show up, Drew Holiday and his performance, your Milwaukee Bucks and their overall performance in this Game 1 series. We'll break it all down and we'll talk with a couple of guests tomorrow as well. 
throughout the process. Bill Ryder for Jeff Orlowski and Rami Makloff. I'm Dan Plucker. If we don't talk here, we'll talk again there. And I appreciate you listening today, Wisconsin. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.